Welcome back to the audio layer of the DDODM. Past friends, thank you for listening. Future friends, buckle up. So I wanted to kind of review the acolyte where I'm at now, the acolyte of the skin, the new archetype. I'm hopelessly uh, devoted, hopelessly uh, in love with the class itself. I think it's um, a lot of fun, and it begs for team play uh, that we don't have yet in DDO, but I'm hoping that maybe that's the direction they're hinting at as far as the game goes. So I want to make this not about, I don't want to get distracted and talk about other pieces of the game, although we will talk about other pieces of the game inevitably. So um, it's come to my attention and uh, through talking to many people, the limited spell selection and packed spell abilities that uh, the Acolyte gets, as well as the boost, at least in the early game, for pack damage. Um, the player consensus is that that means that the, that the developers made this as more of a blaster a warlock. The, the beam, the focus beam being enough evidence of that. So the point of the build then, or the point of the archetype, would be to have, if you want to do damage, to do pack damage. And admittedly, um, I am not an endgame player by any stretch of the imagination, but I do have my own numbers I can share with you and my own uh, anecdotal experience. I did take some uh, notes from my combat log, so I'll refer to them, but they're not um, proof of anything except to uh, verify the, the numbers that I am seeing. So, I love this class so much that I've actually maintained level 32 for two or three weeks, and that's sort of unheard of for me. I generally only learn new quests if it's going to make it into my reincarnation routine. If you're a new player, reincarnation is simply something taking one, uh, taking one of your characters from either level 20 or 32 and then all the way back to uh, level 1. So... I would learn a new quest if it would benefit me or speed up that um, leveling process. So, that being said, I have been playing, and even though some, I would, I would argue, I mean, let me preface that too. Like the Feywild, like I've learned some of the Feywild, but not all of it. And then I've learned some of the new packs, Sharn and Saltmarsh. Sharn, I know a lot more because I've just farmed a lot more in-game stuff there, so I've, I've spent a lot of time there. But Salt Marsh, I used to know pretty well, but it's been since September since I've played it, so or farmed any of the gear out. But I do have a legendary set um, that I can finagle five or six pieces, seven pieces, eight pieces on. I also have a legendary set of the Dread Isle Curse there, that first first one you get with like the profane bonus to DCs and uh, ability scores and um, I have the flame cleansed uh, set I think it's called the epic uh, the epic dragon eye for the 5% uh, I'm not sure if it's a 5 or 15% crit I'm not sure what it gives if it's 15% crit and then 5% crit damage I'm not sure but it's the epic version of that, so it's the epic version of the Dragon's Eye. It's because I haven't... I used to know Red Fens. I played Red Fens when it first came out, but it's been so long. I've uh, run with a few players during a TR train, sidebar on why I don't have my Elders Focus stuff. And you guys have really gotten the Red Fens down to a science, and I just... It, like, no way am I going to get familiar with it doing that and uh, running it, but I would like to because I mean, these guys are lightning fast. And I just need the hat, but I have to get the hat out of uh, Into the Deep, which is unfortunate. I wish there was a token system like in Raids where if you, you run enough, you could buy the hat. But there isn't, so there's that. So I need to get the hat and then upgrade the gem, which means I've got to somehow run Chronoscope. And, you know, I could probably get through that raid, actually, maybe by myself. But um, I think there are other raids I can do as well to help. Uh, alleviate uh, upgrading my gem of many facets, which would help with the 
setup that I'm familiar with uh, with the Warlock or the one that was most familiar to me, the Flames Cleanse, the Elder's Focus, and um, the Bright Gaze for the extra damage for the artifact. And then... Um, uh, I think it's the Legend... The Wild Flame, the Legendary Wild Flame, and then the uh, Legendary Resplendent Fury. So, uh, I have those. Uh, all of my stuff's upgraded. I've got the Shattered Legendary Shattered Onyx. I've got access to a lot of uh, you know cool stuff um, that I've uh, kind of gathered on them over the over the few weeks I've been at Cap. And I was admittedly at Cap when Stormseer came out for a couple weeks. I really enjoyed that. Um, but this, I really have taken a, a shine to this particular warlock, and I don't like uh, warlocks. I don't. That's not something I like. Um, for a long time, I felt like they were the easy button. So I just. This stock is really for veteran players, so like the Dragonborn, I just don't. Even though they're like wicked good mechanically, okay? And uh, I just don't. I just don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't know why I have an aversion to something that's so good, and why I would not do it. It's. I don't know. I'm stubborn and stupid. So. I did. That's the main reason why, man. I mean, I just. I felt like they were the easy button, and so. I just stayed away from. Them. I'm not saying they weren't versatile. I think they were very versatile because they were very powerful. That's. They've been subsequently nerfed and then kind of brought. They're being brought back up now, and. um the world of this particular incarnation I've really fallen in love with just the way it is and I love uh, the story behind it so so much um, finally we have something in I mean really I think it's a real accomplishment this particular archetype but the issue has been the talk among the player base is it was strong enough and um, there was an R10 completionist and uh, you know uh, on uh, I almost said Redra on Kyber, and uh, I don't I know I used to know some of the guys in that guild anyways a long time ago, and um, great great players and well I don't know all of them I know a couple of them and if you're astute enough or you saw that there was a um, acolyte of the skin tank in that particular raid and uh, ever since then I've been sort of. Uh, playing with the enhancements and his level split and um, seeing what numbers I can come up with. There's also a post on the Warlock uh, forums by this guy Slarden who has done a lot of work with the Warlock class. So I'm hoping to you know, he uh, posts some more stuff on the forums about what, what he's seen. But let's cut to the chase, right? So I, um, I haven't... I didn't do the gazes, guys, because I get a lot of I'm busy this week at work but I just was able to log on and I looked at some of my numbers and pulled some numbers off uh, just like I ran through the cogs and legendary cogs and just whacked some mobs but I do have some R1 and R4 numbers at any rate um, so my fire my guy is uh, I use the utter dark blast for the evil damage I have access to the pierce um, the pierce damage but I don't I don't generally use it I find the numbers are similar um but not um, not the same, but similar. Uh, but I use fire and light; those are my main um, my main basis. And the highest numbers I've been able to get for my build, just because of where my character, my accounts at, my characters at, is I have the um, um, the mana weave set. It has uh, it has twenty five universal spell power, five percent crit. That one from the Dread Isles of the three piece. And uh, one thing I like about it, it's got, I think, an insightful intelligence item and uh, an intelligence 14 item, which ups my spellcraft, which ups my damage. I didn't have that in the flame cleanse. And um, I, uh, I still obviously have access to those sets, but the numbers are better this way. So I use that three-piece set, which gives me, um, you know, I think it's, um, I guess I could look it up for you, but. I just hate to burn the time. Have you? I didn't, I didn't mean to waste anybody's time. Um, um, 
right, I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up for you right here. It's part of uh, the set right here. We'll do the legendary because that's the only version I have. It is. Ooh, my monitor is not touchscreen, and I just tried to. So it has. Uh, the six percent to universal spell crit chance, twenty-five universal spell power, and fifteen percent legendary bonus to spell crit damage, and then thirty magic resistance cap. Um, it's also light armor, and the flame cleanse is medium armor. Although I'd like to switch it to heavy armor. Um, so it's got that plus fifteen percent spell critical damage, and then I have the. Um, the regular dread dread aisle set and I'll look that up just for posterity so we we um you guys aren't like guessing what guessing which which set I'm using it's the aisle curse set yeah this is oh geez And yeah, so it's f plus five profane bonus to. Um, oh, this is not this is not it. This is uh, the heroic stuff. So let's go down to legendary. I apologize. I should have pulled this all this stuff up. I didn't honestly think I was gonna get into it. So this deep, I thought I was gonna be quick. So apparently I'm uh, apparently I'm not not that quick. I've got it right here, guys. It's not. Oh, jeez. It said legendary, and then it brings me to this fucking crap shit. Here we go. Yeah, that's it right there. So, I've got the... Um, the plus 6% uh, universal crit, plus 25 universal spell power, plus 15% legendary spell critical damage. And then I also have plus 15 um, profane bonus to melee and range power, which does nothing for me. Uh, plus profane bonus to universal spell power, plus 30 profane burn bonus to physical resistance training. The spell DCs and plus two profane all ability scores, scores and plus three uh, to hit and damage. So it's not optimized because I've got the melee range power and the um, hit and damage right off the bat that I don't need. But also I already have, well I'm not using the, um, I have an epic litany of the dead that I haven't crunched yet. I just, I think I just got enough threads of fate. I've just you know, literally coming back to the game. So I'm learning all this stuff out about the stuff that can be crunched and whatnot. So I don't have that equipped right now because I put the um, the dragon's eye in there um, for the bonuses from that. So I was looking for something to kind of compensate and this seemed to be the best thing. The issue is I think the helmet gives you plus two profane spell DCs. So I'm not getting anything from the melee and range, nothing from the spell DCs, and nothing from the two hit and damage. So I'm getting one, two, I'm getting half of the bonus for five pieces of the equipment, which isn't good. But I'm getting the best numbers off of it. Um, and I'll tell you um, my fire damage. And uh, this is, if you guys have um, info on this and can like enlighten me, I would love to be enlightened. On my fire, I have 825 standing spell power and 857 with just two clickies. I have the... Uh, Greater efficacy clicky on the dragon's eye, and then the human uh, plus 20 boost, and that takes it up to 857. My spell crit chance for fire is 43, and my spell crit damage for fire is 165. My light uh, spell power is 
745 standing and buffed 813. Again, that's just those two clicky buffs. And my crit chance is 29 and my crit damage is 140 for a light. I have some room to grow on the light side, uh, especially when it comes to the uh, crit damage. Now, I don't, I actually didn't take Wellspring of Power and I haven't tested it with it, but I think Wellspring adds 30% crit damage. And I'm not sure if the effects are doubled um, under with the the dragon incarn incantation or incarnation. I haven't. It's been a while. I have a sorcerer that runs it, but I generally don't with the wellspring. But I it's been I don't unless it's something easy. I'm farming. I don't run my sorcerer because he's not very good. Um, so those are the numbers um, for my fire and light. And if you are new and you're listening to this light is um, the spell power used for alignment and my warlock uses um, the utter dark blast which is evil and evil will come off the light spell uh, spell power so in r1 i see two to three k crits pretty consistently um, and i don't have any i don't feel like any real issues in r1 but i, I don't think and I don't know if this is supposed to be this way, but I feel like all my power comes from the fire, the dragon breath, and hell ball or holy ball, whatever that is. I mean, those two things are ridiculous. And I took all the ridiculous feats. I took um, like that burst, uh, the ice glacial spell burst, and just for the CC and the helpless. And it's like, um, to me, I, I generally like if I'm hitting the. Um, we have to be playing like maybe R6 probably. And I played some R6 pretty a fair amount with this guy. And I'll talk about that too. But for generally, um, he casts his um, Eldritch Blast at level 38. I think I'm wearing the, um, uh, in the, uh, the arcane buff where your spells are raised. And I'm not sure if that affects it or not. Uh, I think I read on the wiki it does, but it's not showing to me it does because I think I've taken that ring off and put it back on, and it always says 38. And I didn't ever pay attention to the number changes uh, if the damage numbers changed. So 2 to 3k crits in R1 uh, pretty consistently, and that's using the chain. Um, if I'm using uh, the 150, the the enervating blast, the 150 spell power, it's, it's, uh, you know, I'll see 4k, 4.5, 5k, and definitely, like, when the exalted mantle hits, it's ridiculous, it's, you know, it's like 12k when that thing crits, uh, 15k when that thing crits, um, so, on R1, I, I generally, like, I see a group of mobs, I go up to it, and I hit, uh, Usually it's the Dragon Breath. If I'm like if I'm playing solo or even in a group, it's Dragon Breath on R1 directly into the Hell Ball. If not, if I'm like closing and like I'm falling, I got fall travel distance before I can use the Dragon Breath. It's Hell Ball and then the Dragon Breath. So it's always Dragon Breath and Hell Ball. And my Hell Ball hits for pretty good damage. I would say um, 15k is probably a consistent crit for it. And then a lot of times I'll see. A purple number on it um, more often than not. So I, I the, the hellball is also off cooldown uh, a lot faster than the dragon breath. Although I understand that Slarden, the guy who does the forum post on Warlock, has done testing, and the dragon incarnation is better with ruin and greater ruin, and in the dragon destiny mantle for single target damage, which I have no uh, issues. I think that's he's probably right about that. Um, this has been more fun to run in an AOE aspect because I like that hellball is constantly up and you're constantly spamming it. So when it comes R1, R2, R3, like I'm generally like if if I generally want to be, I'm I'm just destroying the entire quest. I don't I don't have any issues. Um, R4, I notice a little dip in damage with 1.7 to 2.7k crit, so like a 300 damage loss. And then again, it's noticeable on the on the per hits. I don't have the per hits, so I apologize for that. I just was looking at the crits when I was playing over the weekend. I don't have R six numbers, but R six numbers were significantly lower than that. So they were like I think one point two to like one point eight or two point one sometimes or one point nine. I think one point nine actually. So there was something very very low for the R six, and 
um, that's when I started to really get concerned. But let me wrap up. I'll tell you what I got just now in the encounter area for the COGS. And that was 2.5 to 3.1K crits on just the Eldritch Blast. And that's not no, that's obviously no Exalted Mantle or anything. That's just the uh, two, that's just a straight Eldritch Blast crits. And non-crits, my fire damage was 573 to 979. And then my light damage was 528 to 704. So that's using the uh, the chain blast. I wasn't using beam. I was using chain and um, no um, n- none of the enervating, none of the 150 uh, spell power. Um, geez. One thing I like about it is I, I always get, um, and I don't know how, I haven't tried to run in other destinies and I need to and want to. And I have some other build ideas, but this is kind of me throwing it out to if anybody's listening that uh, knows some stuff. Um, I'm very interested in, in anything you have to say because I don't know how to. I never really played casters, so I don't I'm not familiar with uh, how to manage spell power to get it up higher. Um, I'm just you know finagling things around to try to get as much um, as much of the different bonuses I can to stack to stack. Um, I don't feel like people are, you know, enemies are saving against my uh, my blast. Although I did see that in uh, in R six, I did see them save against the blast. I saw them save against a couple of things, and that made me um, really nervous because once you go to R six, uh, there's no, you got no, um, you're one shot and you're dead. My my AC is one fifty two. And my PRR is 123 in the light armor that I'm wearing. If I was wearing the heavy armor, it would be like 140 or 150 PRR. But it's 123 PRR, and then my MRR is 114. So I think all the PRR and the MMR jump up in the flame cleanse set, but they're... And the ace, I'm not sure if the AC is... Uh, I always thought the AC was like 138 in the flame cleanse, but I could be wrong. So that's where I'm at as far as... Uh, as far as numbers go, I feel like R1, the numbers are decent enough. I would like to, you know, 152 AC is good. I bet I can get my PRR up to 200 if I wanted to, and I'd be like a rock star in R1. The issue is, and this is where we're going to start talking about uh, the systems, the endgame systems in, in, that are in place right now, is is, is, is it really, um, is it effective at, um, at R10, and how do you make it effective at R10? Frankly, I I I don't know. But what I saw in R6 um, didn't really uh, impress me because while my burst of glacial glacial wrath was landing and enemies were slowed by you know the Everard's black tentacles, and I didn't see um, too too many issues there. I didn't. Uh, I only have. I think it's whole person. You don't get a whole monster. So, you know, when you're running Isle of Dread, the dinosaurs, you know, they're not gonna, they're not gonna save. And I just don't even have it on my on my bar to, to click uh, or to hotkey because it's just so rare that their group are all humanoids. You may disagree. You know, I'm not a huge caster, so I don't know where the groups are that are humanoids. I just, I just know that a lot of times I cast it and it's a wasted mana because I just wasn't I'm not familiar with the rules. In regards to that spell, so that's I have an experience with it. So, uh, but that that aside, um, I don't think it would work on the Reapers. So, hold person. I don't think that works on the Reapers. I don't know if I, if again if I'm wrong, please please correct me, because the whole point of this is for you to hear what I have. But maybe uh, if someone's got uh, interest in in uh, in helping me come up with something better. So I've seen a couple of uh, at least one build, and I've heard from many people that oh, it's a, it's end game multi class build. That's what it. That's what the class is. It's a multi class build, and it's supposed to be a tank, which means you know it's a blaster build. So you're going to get your damage if you're going to tank. You're probably going to get your damage straight from the, the blast. And um, what I'm finding is even like maxing out the blast, which is all I've been doing, is maxing out the blast. Um, I'm not like super duper impressed. Um, 
with the blast damage, it's good. Don't get me wrong. Like when you go into, uh, if I'm in the encounter area and I'm running to a quest and I, you know, throw a couple of the, a couple of eldritch blasts out, a, a lot of times it kills, you know, five enemies. Sometimes just a couple, you know. So um, depending on how they bounce uh, and whatever's left is very, very, you know, it's like you can they'll trip and they'll they'll die. So I don't find issues there. The issues I have with the quest itself is. The DPS rates is great because I'm, you know, I'm a fire spec dra dragon incarnation spellcaster. So I do a ton of damage. You know, it crits for like 40, 45k and that's with no wellspring. So, and that's not even taking, I'm not, I don't know, I think I'm tier three with it. You know, I've got like one or two DCs into the breath DC thing and that's it because I'm mostly in the exalted angel tree. So I don't. I don't find things save against it that often to worry about it. And it crits for, you know, 45K. And I'm sure if I had Wellspring, that would probably be well over 50K, I would imagine. So, that being said, I don't feel like when I'm playing the quest that I'm playing the uh, Acolyte of the Skin. I feel like I'm playing my Sork and, or my Bard except that I have, like, less um, less options. Um, my Sork or my Druid, I feel like I have I have more, more options as far as healing or, you know, crowd control. And I know that Evards is a, is a great spell, and it is a great spell. I'm not saying it's not, but I just, you know, it's on such a long cooldown, you know, once it... Once they get through it, you know, you're, you're blasting back over them. And in R6s, quite frankly, I just get one-shotted. I mean, I think maybe I survived one hit once, and I played all night on R6. Um, Saturday or Sunday, I can't remember what day, all night. And I just was dying. And I had anywhere from, I tried a couple of different setups, one with 1,200 hit points, and then one with uh, 1,800 hit points right around there, and then... I was able to get it up to self-buff it up to 2,400 hit points. And I was still dying in one hit because things were hitting me for over 3,000 on R6. Consistently one-shotted in, in, um, in R6. So remember, I'm, I'm new to all this uh, Reaper stuff and I don't really believe in it as far as a good endgame. Partly because um, of, its, of its entire design because I'm sure once I get more Reaper points, I'll have a different... Because uh, I don't have all the trees filled out. I think I have, um, I think, 60 Reaper points. 61, 63 Reaper points, something like that. Um, and the only reason why I know that number is because it's close to the amount of, uh, I think I have 65 or 66 um, Destiny points for my um, my Destiny trees there, the Epic Destinies. So I feel like uh, the whole point of playing the Acolyte is um, it's gone by the time you leave the Heroics, which I think is pretty much everybody's assessment. I don't... I love the Glare, and I think the Glare is great. Um, and I love that it is, like, works close range. I don't love that the Fear is a random proc and not just every time with a save. Um, I would rather have it be every time with a save, but always bypasses spell resistance, like something like that might work. Um, also, if the enemies were feared by the gaze, I think they should be slowed from, I think, 10 or 30%. They should be slowed to like 80% speed. They, If they get feared by your gaze, they should be slowed by like 80%. I think that's the, that's the only way, because you're dealing with, you know, this playing this character in a group setting, and when you're playing that high um, Reaper numbers, you know, if, if it saves somebody's life, they're happy the thing gets feared, but the reality is most people are pissed. You know, especially if you fear the wrong thing, and it, you know, you fear the Fear Reaper or something, or you know, it starts casting from really far away before it comes back, it can be a nightmare. So that's something to think about. I know the um, other Fiend thing gets the Howl ability, and I'm not sure if you guys... If they tested that with this, or what the deal is, why it's not in the build, I thought it. I thought it would be. Um, it's not. I 
the only way I've tried to figure out how the double pack damage works. And I'm not sure if it's purple numbers, if that's what I'm seeing. I don't, I don't know. I can't tell you because it doesn't say the mob's not de debuffed saying that it's taking the extra damage from that enhancement, Drink Your Fear. So I don't know. Um, but I believe what happens is once they are feared, you'll see purple numbers. And I think that's uh, that's where you're getting the double damage. Um, so my, I think the the issue is um, if it's supposed to be a blaster build, um, I don't see the, and I don't know what I'm after. You know, I don't know what's good. Like I guess. Um, Instead of like cutting my damage almost by five or six hundred in R6, you would think it would remain the same because the two or three K is not that much um, in R6 for crits. And you crit quite a bit, I crit quite a bit in this build. And, but I just don't think, you know, when in R6, I'm critting for like 1.5, you know, 1.9 on both spell powers. Those are about the numbers I'm seeing. So, like, that's not very impressive to me. Um, I. You know, I've, I've run a Stormsinger bard that was getting over 5k crits with, like, his shouts and stuff, 6k crits. And I heard other people tell me that I should be hitting 15k. So that's one of the reasons why I just TR'd the bar, bard and get out of it. Because I figured I'd been grinding so much that if I wasn't wasn't competing at this point, that, you know, just take the past life then. <laughs> um, I'd like to figure this out um, with the Acolyte. I don't know... If it needs more damage, or if it needs um, more ways to apply the fear more consistently, because I think that's what it needs. And I also think the fear um, needs to really slow down those enemies a, a lot, like not a little bit, like a lot. And I get the whole purpose of the beam is to shoot through the guy that's not feared and get the guy that is feared. Um, I get that, but it's not, maybe it will work. Maybe it won't. Maybe you can address the line issue with it by upping the spell power percent. I feel like the 150 that that, uh, that you get in Tainted Scholar, I think that's what it is. That should be, I don't know why it's not like 165 or something like that on, um, on the beam. I, I think if, you would, if we could up that to like 165, 160, or maybe even 170, I think people would use the beam. But you have to understand, even upping it, say you up it to 175, people are still going to go for the chain because you can shoot around corners, you can shoot people in huts or around boxes and stuff like that. So that's pretty advantageous. And even at 125, it's, you know, 50% bell power or less, it's still pretty, you know, if you run an R1, it's fine. But I think... The beam is great, but it, I think it probably could be upped uh, for the at least for the purposes of um, playing it on R six. It seems like you know I don't have all the best end game gear. I get it. Um, you know I know there's a couple of like two item sets that come out of the raids, and I might be able to get you know some stuff up. Like I'm sure I could get my uh, light spell crit up to you know by one fifty five, maybe one sixty, and I could go and change some feats around and get. Like I could, I know I could dump some stuff and get my numbers up higher. I know I could. I know I can get my numbers up higher by doing that. Um, I just don't know if it's worth it. You know, I don't. When I was in heroics, I could use the um, even even leveling up through epics. I could use the um, the demon form all the time to tank anything. I'd take any hit, and um, you know, R four and above. That's a kind of a big no-no. I think I did it a couple times on R4 just to show off. I like super buffed myself, but like I knew if I got hit, I was dead. Like there's no, no stopping that. But I, you know, I just wanted to see the demon form. I haven't been able to use it. And uh, I find in quests that because the demon form is limited um, to melee range, which I love. I love that. Um, I... I find I use it less, you know, in high reapers because I don't want to be close to them at all. So if that's the intent, if that's what you guys want to do, then I guess it's fine. I would leave the, I would leave the transformation that where it is, and I would definitely, 
you'd have to charge up the beam, I think. I mean, nobody wants to use it and nobody thinks it's fun. I think it's fun, but I think you, you, we need more ways to proc the drink your fear. I think you should work off that enhancement. Drink your fear is key. And um, and I think a way to more uh, readily and rapidly apply your fear and make it stick so that you can uh, do that double pack damage and then go from there, you know, up the beam, up the beam damage and then um, up the availability of uh, fear procs. And I think you might, um, you might see a happier audience when it comes to it. I know it's, it's, I'm going to tell you it's fine on R1, but I'm telling you when I play it on R1, what I'm trying to tell you is I feel like I'm playing my sorcerer. I feel like I'm playing my bard. This, I feel like I'm playing those classes. If that's what you want, that I'm playing that class, then that's fine. I've no, there's no difference. And when I play the Stormsinger Bard, I don't feel really any different than when I play my Blaster Sword. I just felt very much the same. Um, it, it just felt the exact same. I mean, even up to switching Destiny, I just, it, that's what you do. You just lay down AoE damage. Um, As far as the defenses go in the demon form, I don't know how to address that um, because I know, like I've already said, you've got people t- you're, you you're multi-classing and tanking with it uh, in in R tens. I don't know what they're. I'd love to see the video to see what their tanking's like. I know I've already seen a thread where you know Slarden was getting over 300 AC. And I believe that to be the case, and I believe, because I was running some numbers, and they're very similar to his. I'm interested to see what his spread was, though, um, as far as enhancement goes. Um, so I've got similar numbers to his. Um, but I, the reason why I haven't pulled the trigger, because I've got, um, I could just TR and autos box my way up to 20 real quick, or 18, and and get the level split, outfit the gear. You know, I've got the all the gear I can just outfit them and start testing the tankiness right away. The issue I think I'm going to run into and the issue I'm scared about is I haven't done all the damage numbers on the tank build yet and that's got me frightened because if I'm if I if I feel like I'm not doing enough damage already like say in an R1 then like I just don't know that I'm ready to to you know bump his AC up 200 points you know because what's he going to be doing for he's going to be hitting like a wet, wet paper rag so I don't, I don't know. I think people are saying they want at least medium armor, um, but there are ways. Unless you guys, unless you guys, that's what you want is for us to multi-class it. Then that's 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 fine. It seemed odd to me that it didn't come with medium. I thought it would. Um, so that is something that jumps out at me as rather odd. Not having medium armor proficiency right away with it. Um, I get that people would probably dip every you know you, they would dip uh dip classes you know they're, they're they would dip uh, you know other casting classes to get the medium armor um so i don't know if you want to bury that at level four you know that's where you have to go elder tonight you have to go to four levels of sorcerer wizard to get medium armor proficiency with them so i think if you buried it at level four um warlock that is as a granted feat or whatever that would be fine um but it's just something that does stand out that it's not why is this not in here why is it not medium armor and i would say i'd like the bruiser aspect of it i like you know in the heroic leveling when i was getting i just absolutely loved it and i loved the melee part was so perfectly handled in the level ups like it was just so awesome as soon as because you're working all the same stats it was just perfect, man. Really, that's great A work. The issue, I think, is um, you can't really do it um, in anything higher than R1. Well, what? And that's the issue. Then why do we even... And the, this is the issue with your Reaper system that I don't like. You know, because now you're telling me, it, you know, it's the same thing with like the displacement and all this other stuff that we don't tell players about and then when they first start, you know? Like, you know, it doesn't matter in R10. They take it away. You know, so why are you building for it anyways? Why? Well, because it works on some of the other ones. Yeah, it's great, but you know, what if I wanted to play the end game? Well, will you, 
you can't play with this spell, you can't play with that spell. It just seems kind of cheap. And I get it, that's what it's supposed to be, I, I get it. But it just, um, it takes you our great um, and infinite character creation system, and it really restricts it. And I don't, I know for a fact we don't have to have an end game that looks the way it does now and restrict character creation. There's no reason that that, they're not mutually exclusive, like you have to have one or the other. Um, so, I mean, I'm not going to go off too big of a tangent, but that is the, that's the issue, is that it's great, but like it's great in heroics, like what people were saying, it's kind of like what people have been the, saying, and I would, I would agree with that, um, begrudgingly. And I, you know, I, uh, I think you, there should be some type of reasonable way to apply fear, you know, to your enemy. And I think the beam needs to, um, you know, up its damage somehow. And, and if not up its damage, then it needs to rely, reliably paralyze or, you know, like with the, and by like fear proc, like how the, um, dragon fear paralyzes like it should you know when it enters an enemy it should have a pretty strong chance to paralyze the first one or two it hits because that's that's the whole point is to get the double damage going and i get that you have to balance that over with the multi-classing and it's fun we split the pack damage up and all this stuff so you can multi-class with it but um i just want to see it used a lot you know and um it's such a great, great idea and such a great implementation. I just think it's um, it's almost like it was tested for heroic and then, well, we don't care about Reaper. That's kind of what it feels like. Like, oh, you want to play Reaper? Well, we have Epic Destinies for Reaper. That That's what it feels like. Um, so, and I haven't tried the, the Reaper with the, the Dragon Incarnation. And I'm sure it'll, it'll be great. And I'm sure I'll get um, High Deep deeps on it, but the issue is I won't have the um, I won't have that hell ball or the holy fireball or other things ridiculous um, for R1 but I just feel like I'm playing a sorcerer man you know and then when I play against a real sorcerer or like a real sorcerer's in the group like I got nothing <laughs> I just I literally just sit back and pew pew and then if someone needs me to CC or throw a heal I'll, that's what I would do because I can't even compete with a, you know, someone that's got a really uh, well geared sort so I would even say a really well-geared cleric. I probably couldn't, or favorite soul. I, I, you couldn't keep up with on a warlock. And that's okay to some degree as long as the way he's working is functioning completely and I, that's what's not working. Like, you know, it doesn't, you know, if that guy died, if that guy was, like say the cleric was killing everything for us and then he dies in another part of the quest and we have to go save him and I'm the other damage dealer. Well, if, it works. It's fine. I can just use the you know dragon breath and hellball. But it would be nice if um, I could use my class abilities um, to to success. And I'm not saying that it doesn't work. And I don't fear people. Uh, but a lot of times, you know, with a 45k fire dragon breath and then the hellball coming off at another 15k, a lot of stuff doesn't even survive in R1. And then when you get to difficulties where they do survive, you're useless. You know, the, the Eldritch Blast is useless. So some kind of reliable fear proc for the high reapers to double the damage seemed reasonable to me. Um, and potentially um, having one or both of the beams strip immunities for, you know, 15 seconds or whatever the, you know, whatever the tiefling gets. You know, it's something just something simple like that. But that's my thoughts on it. Um I still love it to death. I think it's super fun to play and a brilliant idea. The only other way I can think to to fix this is to um, is to make it always be in demon transformation mode, and you know they'd probably have to up the spell power on that as well to two twenty five or two fifty. Um, and then up the AC gain and at PRR and MMR game would have to be, you know, probably 50 or 60. It'd be pretty ridiculous. Because you, you want, I don't mind gearing for it and spending time to gear for it, but you don't want, I don't think, new players even to 
you know, you want them to feel the pain is like, hey, you need to get better gear, but you don't want them to get wiped out on, you know, on R2 or something like that. I don't know. I, I really would appreciate anybody's input on this. Um, I've been playing it a lot, but I um, I see the I see the acolyte as uh, debuff their saves, uh, cast debuff their save, get them feared, and then um, eldritch blast. That's how I see them. But what I end up playing is um, you know dragonfire, uh, holy ball. Uh, both glares right away, cone of cold, or the burst of glacier wrath, and back right into the hell ball again, and that's just you know, and in, in, in between you, you're trying to get your regular eldritch blast off. But that's just what I, you know, I've experienced. Uh, I don't think it's bad, but I don't have the, um, I don't have the capstone for not playing with a capstone for. The um, the fiendish uh, the the accolade of the skin. I'm not playing with that capstone because I don't think it's as valuable as the one that gives you thirty percent crit damage. So I, I just think something has to be done or looked at there. There's got to be some kind of something. Something's off. You know, if you're not using the capstone, and I've got you know forty something points in the tree, but I'm not using the capstone. Something's wrong. Something's wrong with the with the class, and that twenty percent HP bonus. Why is that not in tier five? Like, why is that not just in the demon form as a passive? You know, it's just to me, it's just silly that it's everybody. You know, barbarians get it at tier four. You know, I think they get that they get that twenty percent. So there should be an enhancement somewhere, or. Uh, you know, a feat that you get at level four for uh, medium armor, maybe heavy armor, that could fix it. I don't know. And then the HP bonus has to go up into the into the uh, top of the tree, and you got to figure out something to do with that um, capstone because it's garbage. I mean, it, it just is. I wish I had some better to say about it. I, I wish I, I did, but it just I don't miss it. You know, I don't miss the. I don't miss the capstone. Either it doesn't protect me well enough, or it didn't, that I never noticed, because things die so fast. What is alive to cast a spell? And if it is, it's usually a boss. Or I didn't get out of the way of a physical attack that knocked me down. So it's not, the spell resistance, it sounds like a good idea, and I thought it was, but it's just, I find it to be so situational that I I can run without it, and the times I'm CC'd by something, it's the rest of my party's usually right there, so... I don't I don't find that that prevents me from contributing as much as the lack of damage and the, just the lack of you know everybody praises the tree for being defensive but there's just not enough hit points and I don't think there's a, that medium armor has got to be addressed and I don't know I mean part of me wants to be in the demon form all the time part of me wants to just say um you know, instead of a blast shape beam, um, you know, you just make like a great sword of fire and it gets, uh, you know, it has the stats of, say, the SOS plus your Eldritch Blast. You know, that way um, everybody can get an SOS finally if they want to multi-class into the Acolyte. Um, that's the only thing I can think of to make it to make it good. Alternatively, you could give the Eldritch Blast the uh, terror effects and upgrade the terror effects from the terror greatsword, the nightmares, the fear proc, all that stuff. But you would have to upgrade the damage to something reasonable. So then it, you know, you can't, it can't be, you know, less. It has to be good, you know, and it has to be like better than like any raid item that would be for a warlock because it's the only thing you have. So, Unless you're going to, you know, come up with something that's going to increase your damage for the Eldritch Blast significantly. I I think you'd probably have to do some kind of weapon focus thing. And I can think Greatsword is probably good. And then that would automatically have Strike Through on it. Um, like you had the feats. But wouldn't work with any other, 
the two-handed weapon officers only work with um, your Eldritch Blast. So that's the only thing I can think. And then you could make it something like that, and maybe you could have Imbues work with it. Um, so if you had the Flaming Greatsword, you, it would it would crit like your spells and all that stuff. Um, but you would have like a sword portion that would be additive damage, and then so it wouldn't be much. You know, you're looking at probably you know another two or three hundred damage per swing, and then you know another nine hundred on a crit. So you're not talking too much damage, but that would be doable if you could get the defenses up enough to melee. But now you've got to make this guy, you've got to go full bore into the demon tree and make him a melee instead of just making him halfway. So he's going to have to have, the glares are going to have to heal him, provide some kind of temporary uh, defensive buff, you know, that's significant, you know, that he can stay in the front lines because right now I can't play R4 or R6 and get hit or I'll die. So... That has to be addressed um, if you were to make this these kinds of changes. So I don't really know what needs to be done. I know people have been begging you guys for a, a melee Eldritch Blast. This might be a good opportunity to look at that. Um, whether you want to um, change some of the cores to add, um, and I would just add into the cores, maybe some of the crappier ones that, that are Tier 4 and Tier 5, of the cores um, and core six, like crits, like just crit percentage, like straight a flat crit percentage. So it's like whatever, you know, eighteen percent or fifteen percent uh, crit for your fire and eldritch blast. That that might work. Universal spell power crit, something like that. So you get fifteen percent bonus to that. But your tier five, I mean, your core six is going to have to be ridiculous to get the. I mean. I don't know how you're going to get that better than the Tainted Scholar one. So, Those are my thoughts. I love that class. I love playing it to death. Um, I'm still going to do it. I'm still going to do a tank uh, bid, and then I'm probably going to do a hybrid um, and see if I can figure out a way to get it survivable enough so that you can potentially... Because I think you can get the numbers good enough that R6 doesn't kill you right away. But you probably would have to be multi-class, and then you probably have to... Your filigrees are going to have to be... And that's one thing I'm not good... I don't have a lot of filigree slots, so... I've got a couple of different items that are maxed out filigrees that I can swap around, but... You know, those are... That's expensive to do, so... But I... Uh, so I'm trying to test it out. Um, I might... I think a hybrid build might be the most fun, because... Just might, might be able to use demon form, actually, in a Reaper mode, so... That'd be fun. I don't know, guys. I'm looking for any suggestions you guys have for spell power, critical damage, item sets, or um, I think I covered most everybody's ideas to improve it. So, yeah, that's my accolade of the skin update. Enjoy, guys. Thank you for listening.